you're now listening to The Unpopular Opinion, the R-U-O with your girl, Rondell, bringing you the latest on news, politics, entertainment, and more. Like, share, and tap in. What is up, everybody? What is up? And welcome to Rondell's Unpopular Opinion, the RUO podcast, all right? Major, major shout out to you if you were new and major, major shout out if you are returning. And like I always say, you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me and I appreciate that. And I appreciate each and every one of you. Tell a friend and tell a friend about the platform. Now today, man, listen, I don't know if this is like a long time coming I don't know if this is like a repeat. I honestly really don't even know what to think it is. But before we get into what I think about this, we got to get into the the situation at hand, all right? And we're going to be speaking about Wells Fargo today and how they are essentially back in trouble again. It seems as though they can't seem to really just, I don't know, they just can't seem to get it right. I, I don't know. I don't know whether or not the ancestors are coming back for them, <laughs> I don't, <laughs> yo, I don't know, all right? Now, according to ABC and a few other, you know, media publications, they are stating that Wells Fargo is now underneath a criminal investigation for hiring practices, okay? And this article was written on June the 9th. Today is June the 10th, 2022, that I am recording this. And ABC News is stating that the company's hiring practices came under scrutiny recently, all right? Now, let's get into what's kind of really taking place. So, according to ABC News, they state that federal prosecutors in Manhattan have started a criminal investigation into Wells Fargo to determine whether the nation's third largest bank, hiring practices broke the law a source briefed on the investigation confirmed to abc news the criminal investigation follows a report last month in the new york times in which current and former employees said they were told by supervisors to interview women and people of color even though the hiring decision had already been made the allegation is similar to that of brian flores and other black football coaches who have accused the NFL of conducting sham interviews to satisfy diversity requirements with no intention of actually hiring someone of color. The NFL has defended its hiring practices, but in Wells Fargo's case, the investigation is in its early stages and no charging decisions have yet to be made. Adding that the investigation is being led by a recently created civil rights unit within the office. So basically, Wells is kind of really aiding and embedded and investigating itself, but whatever, right? Now, spokesperson for Damian Williams, the United States attorney for the Southern District of New York, declined to comment. And the New York Times based the story in part on former Wells Fargo employee, Joe Bruno, who said bank managers interview applicants considered diverse for jobs already promised to others. The Times reported Bruno was fired after speaking out. In the United States, Wells Fargo employs more than 235,000 people. 13% of that population are black, according to the 2020 company statistics. 17% are Latino and 55% are white. 
No one should be put through an interview without a real chance of receiving an offer, period. The diverse slate guidelines we put in place are meant to increase diverse representation across the company, and we could see meaningful results in our hiring data since 2020. Wells Fargo said in a statement provided to ABC News that did not directly address the reported opening of the federal criminal investigation. At the same time, it's important that implementation of our guidelines is consistent. Earlier this week, the company temporarily paused the use of its diverse slate guidelines. During this pause, the company is conducting a review so that hiring managers, senior leaders, and recruiters fully understand how the guidelines should be implemented. And so we can have confidence that our guidelines live up to their promise. Now, I'm gonna basically give you my opinion on this from someone who works in a managerial position, from someone who works in finance, for someone who does interviews, okay? And I'm gonna say this, number one, we got, before we get into all of that, we gotta get into how I don't honestly see Wells Fargo really sustaining their place as number third number three in you know the the biggest bank within the u.s i don't see them sustaining that for quite too much longer i believe that wells fargo is going to get bought out i don't know who's going to buy them out but a merger or something is going to have to take place because the pr the marketing um the public image of the bank is just completely in the trash it's in the gutter and I mean, this is really, really bad. I mean, over the past, I'm going to say 15 years, it has been very, very bad from, you know, them having a dirty money episode on Netflix to, you know, how the employees whistle blew and basically exposed the culture of the bank and its aggressive sales culture, how they were in front of a Senate committee, you know, and they were in front of Elizabeth Warren and a whole bunch of other very powerful people in the nation basically having to answer for how they lied to investors, how they knew what was going on, how they knew that their, uh, you know, constituency was opening up fake bank accounts. They were opening up fake credit cards. They were doing applications, you know, not in the customer's name or basically without signature, without the customer's consent, you know, and they had to pay $3 billion for that. You know, that was a $3 billion debacle. All right. And nobody went to jail for it as far as executive senior leadership. John uh, Stumpf, who was a CEO at the time, he just stepped down, you know, quietly, kept his $200 million that he basically made over the course of the inflation of the bank asset growth. He pretty much just made all scot-free and just stepped down, you know, and it's just honestly really crazy. And a lot of the lower level people on the organizational hierarchy, you know, they lost their careers. They had to basically start over or they had to probably find a career in a different industry due to everything that was going on and that was taking place. So from that to what has now recently taken place with Wendy Williams to, you know, I mean, this whole situation with, um, you know, getting rid of personal lines of credit and basically closing out, you know, the consumer's lines of credit, you know, customer's lines of credit and basically stating that, you know, we're not going to grandfather your product in. We're just pretty much going to just close it out and you're going to lose points off your credit report. We're going to report it to the credit bureaus as closed. And 
it is that no fault of the consumer. You know, Elizabeth Warren had to, you know, speak out against that. Like, why are you guys pretty much taking away points off of somebody's credit report due to no fault of their own? You guys are terminating the product. The customer's not closing it. You guys are getting rid of it. And instead of you grandfathering it in and not taking any more new applications, you're pretty much canning all your customers and basically dropping a credit scores 50 to 100 points all because you're trying to save money. Then you got the situation with Wendy Williams and, you know, her not being able to have access to her money. They were in court. And now you got this thing where, you know, you're pretty much trying to just save face and having interviews with so-called people of color. Um, so that way you can pretty much meet diversity guidelines and standards. It's just always one thing after another with Wells. And I'm going to be honest with y'all. There's a lot of Wells Fargo type banks out here. There are a lot of Wells Fargo type organizations out here that are not even in banking because at the end of the day, a lot of us sell the same shit. We just pretty much uh, are rated on the service of how we sell it and how we offer it, right? And I feel as though Wells Fargo is just a cautionary tale and a prime a pivotal example of how a lot of organizations do business because i'm gonna be very real and very transparent i feel as though that a lot of these companies really do not give a shit about their constituency they don't give a shit about you know the front line at all they don't care about the front line at all Everything is only honestly speaking about a dollar when it comes to the higher ups on the organizational hierarchy. They could care less. You know what I'm saying? And um, I believe that the whole embracing diversity and inclusion, that narrative, honestly speaking, it's a lie. It's a lie. They don't give a shit. It's like basically having a CEO come to work on Juneteenth with <laughs> a daishiki on. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just so fake and so phony. And all these organizations do, whenever it's Black History Month or LGBTQ Pride Month or whatever it's Juneteenth or, you know, they just put on the biggest fronts, the biggest fronts, and it's basically not because they care about the constituency it's about them trying to buy into an image that's what it's about it's about image it's about saving face it's about a look it has nothing to do with caring about the constituency and really honestly want to be grassroots diverse it's not in the finance world i'm going to tell you right now that a lot of people get promotions a lot of people get jobs based on word of mouth referral Banking is definitely an industry where your references will get pulled. Your references will be contacted because when you're dealing with people's livelihoods, they want to know the hiring manager needs to know basically your background and they definitely going to check your temperature because they are not going to want to onboard a problem. They're not going to want to onboard someone they can't trust. And they are definitely going to basically trust what their what their colleagues tell them all right banking is a very small world i'm gonna be honest with you um everybody knows somebody in banking that either works at another bank that got a plug or got to connect at another bank i'm i'm being honest okay so a lot of talent is referred by word of mouth and a lot of hiring managers know 
who they're going to pick for these roles. I'm being very real. Whatever role it could be, they already may have somebody in mind based on a word of mouth referral. But for HR purposes, to save face, to stick to code of conduct and guidelines, they will hold other interviews. They will hold interviews knowing that you're not going to get the job. This is not unheard of. I'm telling you right now like i'm being very honest and transparent so a person no matter the race gender color the sexual orientation you know whatever if that hiring manager has someone already in mind they will still have to interview you you will come and bring your best and you will basically come ready and confident and be ready to speak to certain things and you could do everything right on the interview but it's not gonna matter because they're gonna go with the word of mouth referral i have seen this happen probably about 30 times <laughs> you know what i'm saying since i've been in the banking and finance industry over the past 10 years this is the norm this is definitely the norm um but because i believe that it's wells fargo and because they have been underneath so much scrutiny, they're going to be looked at in a criminal investigation as to how they actually scout talent. Because if it's one thing that they've proven over the course of the past 15 years is that they indeed cannot be trusted. And honestly speaking, I wouldn't be really shocked to hear that only 13% of the constituency is melanated as far as being categorized as black. All right, because Wells Fargo, as I have stated many times on my YouTube channel, does have slavery connections and roots. All right, they do. They do. Wells and Fargo definitely did back in the 1800s and they were founded on slavery. <laughs> they were founded primarily in capitalizing off of the slave trade. Now, I've said this before and I have spoken about, you know, the New York Stock Exchange before it was stocks. They were slaves here in New York. All right. Where, you know, you have the pier and um, South Street Seaport and the water. That's where, you know, the, the boats used to come in from where they used to bring the slaves. OK, Chamber Street, Wall Street. That was slave trading territory. OK, but Wells Fargo was a prime a pivotal example of how a bank capitalized off of slavery because they were allotting and letting slave owners actually utilize their slaves as collateral to acquire loans now a lot of people who may not know what that means i'm going to just put it more in layman terms what that means is is that a slave owner could go to a bank and say, hey, listen, I need to get more machinery for my cotton field. I need to buy more land to expand my cotton field. I need a loan. I don't want to use my money. I want to use the bank's money. So the bank is going to go, what do you have as collateral? What do you already have as assets? You have a house, you have a car, what do you have? You have horses, what do you have? You know what I'm saying? Oh, I have a house. Oh, I have land. Oh, and I got some slaves too. So slaves were considered property according to Wells Fargo in order to basically acquire loans. And we all know when you default on the loan, you basically have your property seized by the bank. So understand that Wells Fargo does have a certain type of history. And 
I am not shocked that only 13% of their constituency is actually black American I, I'm or black. You know, I'm not shocked by that at all. But, you know, we're going to see how this plays out. But it's always something. And honestly speaking, I don't know if Wells Fargo is going to be able to continue to sustain like this. I mean, it's just one thing after another and after another. And um, I'm going to be honest. I could see Wells Fargo getting bought out within the next five years. I don't believe they're going to be Wells. I believe a bank is going to another bank or another financial institution is going to have to merge with them to save face and pretty much... Um, you know, revamp this, but this shit is crazy. But that's what I got for you guys on this one. Major shout out for you for making it all the way to the end or major shout out to you for making it all the way to the end. I love y'all. Like I always say, and I will catch y'all over on YouTube or Patreon or in the next one. All right. Peace.